Good evening. Welcome to the Elite Dynasty Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Mondon, along with my co-host, Addison Elko. So hi, Eric. Nothing much. Uh, as you know, we usually have three people on the podcast. Today we have two. Our uh, our dear friend Chad is actually up in Syracuse visiting his family where he resides. Um, taking a nice little weekend off from the podcast. Uh, we definitely miss him. I'm sure you guys will as well. Uh, any, probably, other, any other thoughts on that, Ed? No, you'll probably miss him for the editing part. You know, he does a lot better than Jab than we do. Yeah, no, we're, we're not the best editing. We have some functional knowledge and skills, just not as elite as Chad is, um, as he does it for a living, to be honest. He's very good at what he does. <laughs> That's true. He does get paid to do it. He's very, very talented at what he does. Um, um, so I, I told the guys this before. So we're going to try to keep this episode under a certain threshold because we are 56 minutes and like – no, yeah, 56 minutes like 13 seconds from 24 hours of podcasting. It's it's an awesome feat. It's a lot it's a lot farther than I thought we were ever gonna get. And I'm kind of really excited that it's happening. So I think this is episode twenty four, so probably if we had chat here we would have pushed it, gone to twenty four and twenty four episodes. But we'll save it for him. We'll try to get this in like yeah, a he should be range. There. Exactly. Yeah, pop some champagne maybe. I don't hate little, that. Little cheers. A couple of sound effects. Yeah. No, like real champagne. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In the bad that I meant to say that. Um maybe um some hookers and cocaine for the ambiance. Up the ambiance, yeah. Just the ambiance. We won't partake. And we're also doing this mid-game. We, I went to get a haircut, and it took a lot longer than expected. So we're currently watching the game. When you hear this, the game will be over. So you get to hear our live reactions. And, you know, I have a couple guys in this game. I got Bennett and Howard, and I think Eric's got Howard in another league. So some, some shares in this game and some big players and big matchups that we'll get to later. I did actually also not get to take Geronimo Allison out of my lineup, so really hope Geronimo Allison does well. Because <laughs> I was looking at the other leagues and didn't affect our actual league, which is my most important league. So. All right. Geronimo, here we go. Um, all right, so let's start. Actually, there wasn't much news and notes to discuss this week. Honestly, it's just who is concussed, who's not concussed, who's coming back. Um, mm-hmm. So we're just going to jump right into trades, and then when we actually go into the matchup portion, um, we can discuss kind of some player evaluations and things like that. We figured that was the best way to tackle this episode. Yes. Um, so to start, we actually had a recent trade as of maybe an hour and a half ago mm-hmm. um, between myself and Andrew Itzler. Very happy to get the trade done. I think it works well for both parties. Um, to go over it, I gave up Buck Allen, who I recently acquired, as well as Mike Trainer's third-round pick. Um, for two second-round picks from Andrew Itzler, and that's Greg and Pham. So you assume too late, maybe estimate 25, 27, something like mm-hmm. that. I suck it, uh, Greg and Pham. I'm actually not giving you guys the win in the championship, uh, 25 and 27. Nice, nice. For trainer, trainer's pick, who at this point, it's low, but like I said, we've agreed that trainer's talent is much better than where he is currently. Yes. Um, and Buck Allen, who's right now a wild card. Uh, like his talent, like the situation, it's just a matter of what Baltimore is going to do. What do you think of the trade? Yeah, I mean, we were discussing it before the podcast that, yeah, he exploded, I think, week two before he became, like, an actual waiver pickup. And then week three, he laid an egg for everyone hoping that, you know, him and Kerwin Williams, really, were the two guys on the waiver wire, like, oh, they're going to break through. And they didn't do anything. I mean, Mueller had him prior to, uh, you know, all the injuries that had him get a roll, but... Like I said, if, even if he has a good week four, I don't think you were getting much more than two seconds. Could you have gotten an earlier second? Sure, but if he lays another egg, you're not getting even two seconds for him. So I, I like the trade for you. I think Cobb just fumbled. So that's kind of funny. 
He might have. I think. I think he was down. That might have been down before contact. Um, so I like the trade for you. I don't hate it for Itzler because I keep forgetting like how many picks he actually does have. And yeah, and especially with after the the next trade we're going to go over, Seckler looks like he's going to be a bottom five team. So it's going to be a t- two top twenty picks with Kojak and Seckler. Yeah. So he's got to be happy with that. And you know, if I I said to you, I think Buck's going to have a bounce back game. I think it'll be more of in the middle of what we saw as two performances yeah. and. That's not bad. If you're, like, I think 10 PPR points is great. Yeah. No, if you, if, you can get, if you can get near 10 by any of your starters, I know they're projected way higher, but if you can just get 10 from most of your guys and your quarterback's close to 20, you're putting up, that's close to, like, what, 130? Yeah, absolutely. That, that'll win you most weeks. Um, so, yeah, I think he's got to be happy with getting a possible everyday flex starter. Why not? Yeah, 100% agreed. I think it's, a, like I said, worked out for both sides. Um, so now the other trade that we want to go over actually caused a lot of controversy as possibly the worst trade in league history. That's, um, no, it's not. No, I, I agree with you, but based on the calculation that we found, it it, it was rated the worst trade. Well, in that league. that was a website that definitely Correct. valued the player way over. Absolutely, they over the they always do. They always do. Um, so the trade was, and this was I was just hanging out, not doing anything. I wasn't even trying to trade, and two people in two days. Actually, the same day came to me for Smallwood. So one Sproles just died on one play, basically. Yeah, that was horrific. Just amazing. Horrific, horrific injury. That probably news and notes right there. He, what, he tore his ACL and broke his arm on the it's same just, play. I don't mean to laugh at it, but that's like... It's devastating. That's incredible like, yeah. that you can just injure yourself that much. Might as well be not another team movie and got cut in half. It's almost like he got hit and like... I, I didn't see it, but you would think not one hit could have caused both those things. It's like he got hit in the arm and like twirled and then landed on i didn't even see the play no neither did i but you gotta think it was like some circus like helicopter because how can that how can one hit i don't know that was (laughs) that was mid me commuting back from virginia so i saw none of that i just heard about it afterwards all right so anyway so i gave rob smallwood um a 2018 fourth and a 2019 third so we're only a five round league so a couple you know flyer picks and i got demarco murray so I, I do love Demarco Murray. I, I I had him for a while. I traded him to Rob, ironically, in the offseason for two firsts. So it's almost like I sold him like a car for like twenty thousand, and I rebought it for like ten. You know what I mean? Like he paid yeah, me ten thousand for the car. It was a solid rebuy, absolutely. So I rebought him for way lower than he gave me. So that worked out for me. I I don't think it's as egregious. Like in a bubble, yes. Like, do I think Smallwood has? That much long-term value? No. He is only 22, 23 years old, so it's not fair to write him off yet. And I don't know if his role in, in Philly's guaranteed because they seem to be – they had like six running backs, so obviously they didn't yeah. view him as a guy. But like other people said, DeMarco is one, you know, ankle sprain, missing game, and you know Derrick Henry is waiting, and he's already yeah. been taking some of the carries away from him. But we saw last week – we think the hamstring is is 100% now with Murray, and he had a really good game. So I think I'll get more of that production. Maybe not elite, uh, whatever he put up last week, like 20, 25 points. But I definitely think I can get 12, 13. He has more touchdown value. I like the trade for me a lot because I, I was missing some depth, and this gives me some depth. Yeah, 100%. And like I said, I, I, I don't hate Wendell Smallwood. I, I like his talent a lot. I've tried to get him from you mm-hmm. a decent amount of times. Like I said, just... To buy obviously a little cheaper than that. But his value has is, is skyrocketed. No, but it's been a roll. He went from like you could have gone for two seconds. Then he was like I almost cut you almost him. cut him exactly. He was almost a cut if 
Elijah Hood didn't get yep. removed. I was going to cut Smallwood because he was useless. He was almost not going to. He was almost yeah. not going to make the Eagles. Then he's buried. What's he going to do? And now these injuries are giving him some kind of role. And last week he did pretty well with some volume. But it, it's been a roller coaster holding on to him. And I'm not sad to see him go. I don't really. He didn't really do anything for me. I don't think yeah. I ever started him. But no, it is funny your, that this, your guys. this yeah. chapter of the Demarco Murray is now closed. I mean, he's back in my squad. That's it. AP and Demarco Murray are going to die in your squad. They are going to die in my squad. Yeah, they're going to die in your squad. I they think, have to. I think Murray will make it to my squad next year. AP is done. Yeah, oh, 100%. I don't Unless think someone it's... wants him, I'll trade you for him. But yeah. Well, it's perfect, though. You have Kamara. That worked out for you in the draft. Yes. To think in the offseason, I remember the first early episodes, I was saying I wouldn't give a first or like a high second late first for Peterson because I was just wondering, like, could he come back? Is this Montgomery? He's shaking up. It looks like it, yeah. It's not good. No. And that's for Andrew Ritzler. Uh, heads up. Looks like Jamal Williams in the backfield right now. And that's not good for Dooch. And play action fake. Aaron Rodgers. Draw to Miles and touchdown. Is that Bennett? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go. So solid solid turn of events for Addison there as well. Yes. Um, so you want to go over matchups? Yeah. So no, we'll go, we'll go over the last week's matchups, even though when you hear us, week four has already begun, but that's okay. So... I do this every week, and Yahoo puts me first. So the first matchup was me versus Wire. I ended up not squeaking to win. Relative to how many points I put up, I would have lost the majority of the league. Week three was an explosion of touchdowns when week one and two was kind of a drought. It was a weird first two fantasy weeks. Week three was more of the same. Well, what kind of what we expected. Yeah. The elite players were elite and so on. And Wire just didn't show up. 90 points. I put up 120, which I'm not upset with. Um, especially because Carr only gave me nine. I mean, he probably put up the worst game of his career. And Jordan Howard looked great. He looked back. McCoy got me some points. Kamara got me a touchdown. You know, Julio and Dez got their... I was pretty pleased with 120. I know it's not an impressive amount, but for Carr getting me nine and Henry giving me zero... So that was going to be my next question for you. Are you getting nervous with Hunter Henry's production? Are you trying to make a move for tight end? Are you... No, I have three right now, and... We've talked about this as well. Tight ends just buns this year. And yeah, it's, they it's, have not been outside of Kelsey and Gronk. Really, there's no been, and Ertz. And Ertz. I don't and even Ertz. think Kelsey's yeah. been that consistent. I mean, there just no reliable tight ends out there. So I'm worried about no targets. Who was that? Who's number seventeen? Devontae uh, Adams. Oh, okay. Am I worried about no target? Now I'm worried about the more t- no, no targets. There's yeah. other guys out there that are fluctuating in points. Like you saw Austin Hooper had an explosion game that had like one point the next week. But that's just how it is. So I'm going to kind of rotate matchups. I picked up – who did I pick up off the waiver wire? Who was the backup tight end for – oh, I, I week three, so I don't even have it up. I picked up uh, Ryan Griffin. Oh, okay. Now that C.J. Ferdowitz is hurt. Um, yeah, was that Ryan one Gr- game, week week one? They literally lost four tight ends to concussion. Yeah, and Griffin had four, and, and Griffin had fourteen points. I'm gonna I'm rolling with the black unicorn this game, but yeah, I'm just gonna play the matchups and just whatever. Um, I think Henry has the much higher ceiling, but we we talked about tight ends take a little bit to develop, and I didn't think it was gonna take this long. Or I don't know if Keenan Allen back is really hurting his his target share, but a little nervous yes because of what I gave up for him. Yeah, absolutely. You know who hasn't been inconsistent? David Njoku. Yeah. he's. I mean, he's it catching only good. two catches, but he's getting his touchdowns. He's getting his touchdowns. That's yeah. it. He's like Hunter Henry of last year. Just yeah. getting, getting his targets in the, in the red zone, which is awesome. And then, yeah, Warriors teams didn't perform well. Kelsey got on point six. 
Benjamin left the game with an injury. Miller didn't do much. Kick Galladay came back to earth. Carolina's D got him zero. So it's not a good week. A lot of single digits up there, and you can't have that. No. So next matchup was was you. You lost to Footsteps Falco. I, you had to expect this. Oh, of course. Of course. Um, I'm, I'm just happy I broke 100, to be completely honest. He broke 100. Sammy looks great. Yeah, and, and actually the, the most recent ruling is that he's going to play on Sunday, so I'm very, very happy about that. Yeah, so hopefully that trade pans out for you because I'm on the record not loving Sammy. We actually predicted like a 7-6 game, and that was like the highest scoring game of the yeah, year. Yeah, 41-39. That was, I, everyone agreed. That was an awesome, awesome game to watch, and Sammy looked great. Goff and, looked good. Everyone and it's like, good. is Larry just getting better with age? I mean, he's unstoppable. just so he's good. He's unstoppable. And we were talking about maybe in the, the lack of depth because of the trades he traded – um, what's his face on Miami to Chad? He lost to uh, Edelman. Just different things. He yeah, had Fuller's hurt. Yeah, Landry, and you know Thomas and Fitzgerald just doing their thing. McCaffrey looks great. Bell's back. So you know we moved uh, Rogers up to the second spot in our power rankings. I think is rightfully so. I mean, especially he's projected what one sixty this week also. One forty so. with Rivers doing nothing. That's yeah. even more impressive. Rivers put up less than ten points. And a freaking Golden Tate man. I wish I had him. I was my own fault. I traded him for... Yeah, but I traded him second. to wire trading. Yeah, it was a whole bunch of shit. It was shit. a terrible, terrible move. Uh, next matchup, which just was never close, and most of these matchups haven't been with him, is Rob just smashing Kojak, uh, 150 to 94, just rounding. Rob had a good game. I mean, Murray got him 20, but he's now on my team. But Ertz being consistent, 14 points. Uh, Rashard Matthews looks, you know, with, with Corey Davis hurt, he's has to be the number one there, you would assume, with... Well, besides Eric Decker, Decker Eric but, Decker's done nothing, though. It's yeah, been, Matthews was shocking. Matthews had like nine or eleven touchdowns last year. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, it was good. Very, very underrated. And Brandon Cooks. I mean, you got the Tom Brady throwing how many fifty-one fantasy points? Uh, you got to hope some goes Cooks. to goes to Cooks. I've, like I said, I've had Cooks at least three times in this league alone. So yeah, I wish I wish you still had him, but so do I. Yeah, one fifty is a great amount. And what more can we say about Kojak's team? This team is just. Yeah, Not he's good. he's legitimately concerned about coming in last place. Um, you he, can't roll he out Theoretic and Forte was. as your two starting running backs. No, Theoretic is more of a flex play. Um, Forte is well over the hill. Um, we're already talking about Elijah McGuire, who we're all on record not really being the biggest fans of. Wheaton was zero. Well, that was just a what the hell is Chicago? They completed one pass to a receiver or something like that. It was just and they won. I mean, but I didn't even realize the points he left on his bench either. He he benched Powell, who put up 11 points. He benched Marshall, who put up 11 points. He benched Watson, who put up 25 points. I mean, right, rightfully so, I would not have started Watson and Ellington over Cam. Had, and Ellington had 11. Yeah, I, w- I would not have started Watson over Cam, but the others, though. Oh, no. Oh, no, it's a fumble. Our question marks. Oh, that's Packers ball. That is Packers ball. Come and you on, know who usually Packers. Gets, you know who usually gets the ball here? Geronimo Allison. <laughs> um, Gave it to the unicorn. Um, so, yeah, easy, easy win there. Oh, but he did have special teams player of the month, Matt Prater. There you go. Special teams player of the month. If if Matt Prater is on your waiver, go <laughs> yeah, yeah. get him. Yeah, use it. Get him. Uh, the next matchup, upset of the week, and Agent Lee on the receiving end of it once again. Tiz in a shootout, 164 to 154. Yeah. 145. I'm dyslexic with those numbers. But Tiz's team, Diggs with 35, just looks so good this year. Like we said, we we knew he was better than his record. He's his a freak, team man. is great. And then and then Cook, it's amazing how the class is living up to the hype. Two year hype for this class, and Fournette, Cook, McCaffrey, even Mixon now coming in. Corey Davis had one game healthy, and he had a really good 
uh, Hunt. I mean, all these guys are in Joku. There's so many guys that are like this really hyped class and they're performing. And it's, yeah. we haven't had that from the first. Our, our first two rookie drops are very top heavy with who panned out, some oh, flaky absolutely. guys in the middle, but this class was hyped up and they're living up to it. And you know, Jared Cook and that's crazy end of game touchdown was the only touchdown car through. But I mean, Nixon didn't do anything wrong. I mean, CJ Anderson kind of had yeah. a down game, but, and TP has been a bust. And that whole offense has been sort of a bust this year besides yeah. Chris Thompson. But all the receivers, I mean, Pryor, Crowder, doing nothing. I mean, Doxson had the the long touchdown, but, you know, besides that one catch, he hasn't really done much this year. So it's good to see AJ back, though. Yeah. It's great to see AJ come back. Freeman's doing his thing. Gronk is, is back, and that's huge for Nick. I mean, people like Nick will argue who's the most valuable player in the league just because of the difference in Yeah, in I mean, talent. and like I said, I can't argue that. I'm just, I'm on the same page as you. I, I'm, I'm not willing to give up that much for Gronk just because no. of the inconsistency. But I, I obviously get their point. It does it does make complete sense. Oh, that's um, but yeah, huge win for Tiz. And we'll, we'll talk about his matchup in, in a bit, but Nick falls to one and two, and he can go to one and three against Greg this week in a, easily, in a, in a tough easily. division. He still hasn't played me yet. I'm not saying like he's better than me, but they're, yeah. they're not auto. It's like almost like a NFC East game. Anyone can. Did I just trade for a top twenty pick with Fam second? <laughs> Maybe you did. Maybe I did. Um, it's honestly, it's crazy how dynasty works. Just because thinking back on it, slightly. So I remember exactly where I was, and I don't know why. It's very weird. But I was actually cleaning dishes. Maybe that's why, because it's very rare. So we were. I was cleaning dishes, and I was in talks with Wire. And yeah, that's a that's a cop touchdown. Um, so I was in talks with Wire, and it was DeAndre Smelter in a fifth for Stephon Diggs when when Diggs was coming out. Yeah, Obviously, yeah, he was yeah. undervalued. He was injured throughout college, the whole nine. Um, and we turned it down because of the fifth. We couldn't agree on the fifth, <laughs> and that's the reason that I mean, I realistically I would have cut Diggs because he didn't explode until a little after. But it's crazy if you think about it, those are the type of trades that make yeah. or break you in leagues. Oh, 100 percent. It's wild. Oh, I've got three matchups left. All right, we'll run through these quick. Yeah. Um, week three, we had another shootout. Josh versus Chad. Chad, unfortunately, losing by four points. Falls to one and two, despite having the most points scored in the league. But we moved up to six in the power ranking. We, we agree his team's I mean, great. he seems very good. And you, you, we keep thinking you hate to waste a Hyde performance like this. But Hyde, I mean, Hunt's performance. But Hunt's doing it every week. Yeah. So this could just be more of the same. I think me and you were kind of on the, the same page as his value can't get any higher. But I don't blame Chad for not training. Yeah. Um... But it's also not like he got ridiculous offers yet either. Um, I think the highest offer he got was like Cooks for Hunt straight up, which I would have done, but... but no, nah, I would keep Hunt. But there was nothing... I don't see anything glaring. I mean, he even got 17 from Shazier. It's a monster game. But, I mean, because they're both... One of their flexes both did nothing. Coop, uh, Cooper Cup and James White both did nothing. Their tight ends did nothing. It's really just Brady having 41. And, I mean, Landry and... I mean, okay, Brian. Martavis Bryant had been four. That, that was a big yeah. difference, I, I would say. Just matching and Duke, up. I love Duke Johnson erupting. Literally, like I said, we were talking about it before the podcast. He, he looks better than Crowell. And like yeah. I said, I'm the biggest Crowell supporter, I think, out there. I think better, bigger than Crowell's parents. <laughs> I, I stand. I love him. Uh-huh. And he, he doesn't really look very good. And they've started to give him opportunities. Not looking great. Duke Johnson looks awesome. Stiff Arm Saturday all around. If you don't know about it, check him out on Instagram. Post a Stiff Arm Saturday every week, and it's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, next matchup was the week leader, and you know if we were doing odds on this, I don't think I think if you bet on Ridge, you would have won a lot of money. Yeah, because oh, Ridge yeah. putting up 178 points. 
against uh, against Itzler just is dominating that nice Itzler. In history? Do we know what that no, is? I, it's I 180? Up, no, I put up 200 in the playoffs. Really? Yeah. Okay. First year, I upset Josh's number one seed. With, Forgot about that. Okay. Because Hooley had like three TDs. Rams D <laughs> had like 30. But Chris Thompson continues to just prove me wrong. I just don't think this is sustainable. Uh, Fournette looks great. He got some good production from Travis Benjamin. Deshaun Jackson, Russell, I mean, Wilson throwing four touchdowns. His whole team just went off. Even with Jordy, uh, Jordy Nelson, um, J.J. Nelson putting up a zero spot. Well, same, also with Kendall Wright, Kendall Wright, Wright too. Spot. Like back-to-back zeros. But, you know, this kicker gave him 19 points. And his whole team just went off. I mean, he would have beat anyone in the league. He didn't need to beat Itzler by 80. But, I mean. <laughs> but the thing is, Itzler could have easily gone the other way. And the, the other the thing that scares me for Itzler is his tight end production has been putrid. And yeah. especially he had two big tight name tight ends with Julius Thomas and Tyler Eifert. Yeah. Are you – so, all right, let's say you're Itzler. Are you panicking and trying to buy a tight end or are you letting it run the course? No, same thing with me with Henry. You just – I, I, I would just stream him. I mean, he could have got Griffin off the waivers who did – Charles Clay too. Easily. Clay, yeah. There's guys that's going to be on the waivers. You can stream. No one's worth a first unless it's Gronk or Ertz or like someone younger, maybe Olsen, but he's not back. Right. But a lot of these guys are just – if everyone's like – if everyone's doing this and – it's a huge question mark week to week. There's no reason to panic and, yeah. and, try, no, and try to get one. And he's, he won his first two games against me and Nick. So apparently I mean, a good tight end performance would have done nothing for him here. Yeah. He got decimated. And, you know, Vereen did nothing. Crabtree did nothing, which is fucking convenient. Um, but he keeps getting it from Tyreek Hill and Cohen, his young little core there that he, he loves. He so. loves it. I mean, I can't blame him. I would, I would have already ordered their jerseys. Yeah, yeah. So I like I said in my review – do I think the first two weeks against me and Nick could have been outliers? Maybe, but I don't expect 92 points from him every week. I think nope. his team is better than that. But, you know, we'll see moving forward. And then the last the last matchup, which is now the number one and two teams in the league, and had huge implications, was, was Greg versus Mike. Yeah. And Greg took it to him pretty good. Mike's team didn't really uh, didn't show up that well as my app transfers to group me. And from last week, Mike... His running backs were dominant this week. J.J. and Zach, I mean, and Montgomery kind of underperformed, more so J.J. Well, Roethlisberger, too. Ro- Roethlisberger, he's, I, I hate to see it. Now, we've spoken about this also. He's over, he's starting, it looks like he's over the hill. It's, it's just the way. When it's, he's away, he doesn't play well. And it's, yeah, I mean, it does, yeah, I mean, you may, maybe you're he's right. He's starting to get there. And I, I hate to see it, too, even as a Browns fan, as much as I hate him. I respect it. I respect the hell out of him. Yeah, but soon, you know, that class, not even that class, but soon, like, like Romo's gone now, Peyton's gone. It's going to be weird. Well, Roethlisberger was what, 2005 or 2004? Was he the same class as Eli and, and, and like Rivers? Rivers? Or is the year after? I think so. Yeah, I think I think he was probably like pick 14 that year. Doesn't or it seem like Rivers has like three more years and Ben has like none? Yeah, absolutely. And well, like, Ben, like ben also has always like one. T- Ben also always takes hits. You yeah, know yeah, I know. He doesn't care. He's big enough where it doesn't matter. Rivers. But there is going to be that yeah. transition of like no Eli and like Rivers, Big Ben, Brady. It's going to be weird. Breeze, yeah, all of them. They're yeah, all on their way Breeze, out. Yeah, it's when Jameis takes over, baby. Yeah, you got the, you know, you got the Mario's, the Winston, Dak, yeah. Rogers, you know, Wilson. They're all still young, but it is gonna be weird, especially in the NFC East when it's Dak versus whoever. Yeah, it's gonna be real strange. If Dak Wentz is gonna be the storyline for the next decade. What's this? Looks like Colin is small or Kendall Wright. There you go, there you go. Like Kendall Wright. I wonder mm-hmm. if he started him. No, he didn't because he just traded for Buck Allen. Okay. Um. <laughs> um, so that's all the week four matchups. So we're going to preview week four and we'll save not a lot of good matchups of the week this week. I'm not saying that these are all guaranteed wins, whoever's projected more, but we usually try to do them based on projections like close, you know, single digits around 10. 
not that many this week. So we kind of picked four, mat- three matchups that either the projections are close, maybe it's a couple top teams that we know it's going to be closer, and just kind of like a wild card throw in. Well, I didn't even tell you, I told Chad, so we'll go with the ones so far that are not part of our predictions, and we'll start with Miras Rich. Okay. So I made the trade for DeMarco. I'm going to play him right away. I have Howard and Bennett going right now. Howard hasn't done anything. That's when projections are slipping a real, little bit. But I'm thinking this is the game. Crowder, Crowder figures it out. Dez has had a brutal uh, defensive matchups. He's been getting like elite corners on him and still putting up yeah. pretty good numbers, 15 and 8 in his last couple games. So I'm not really worried so much about him. Julio's bound to found the end zone. He has not caught a touchdown yet. But Carr versus Denver could be a little problematic. Um I mean, Ridge, it's just, do I think Thompson's going to keep putting up 20? And Benjamin and The thing and is, though, these he, guys. he might. I don't. I, Benjamin is a boomer bust. He's a definition of it. So yes. he, he can easily put up a zero next week. Same with Deshaun Jackson. The thing is, I think Thompson consistently puts up 10 to 12. Yeah. Thompson looks great. He does. I'm going to pick me. Just I think I do have the better team. And matchup-wise, I'm trying to look like McCoy versus Atlanta. That's better. Howard versus he should do well against the Packers. I, I think my matchups are a little better this week than they have but in previous weeks, I'm looking right now. My the worst matchup I have right now is Houston's D against Demarco. Is is like a glaring. But also, you, also Washington versus Kansas City. Kansas City's D is great. Yeah, but I still think I like me. But you know, with this no, with absolutely. this league, my I mean, would I be shocked? Yeah, but I'm not, you know, I just lost to Isler and Ridge just won and Tiz just won. So if Ridge beats me, it's only projected within 23. It's like really nothing. No. Yes. It's it's actually a joke. The projections at this point. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. I need that win to go three and one, and I mean technically right now, Ridge is in fourth place, and I'm in sixth yeah. place. I am. I'm very interested to see Fournette versus Jets. Yes, I mean I, we might be going with Jags and our Survivor TBD. Yeah. So next matchup we're not going to choose is Josh versus Kojak. I mean anyone versus Kojak is going to be in favor of the other team. Projections are one forty three to one twelve. There's just not a lot to love on. Kojak's roster, except Forte's out, Bilal yeah. Powell's in, so you would think Bilal Powell's going to get a lot of the, the target share there, but you still got to look at Josh's team with Brady, Thomas, Garcon, Zeke, Duke Johnson, Kenny Britt, just better. Absolutely, so I'm, I'm interested to see this is the first time he's going to be playing Watson, and Watson did great against the Patriots last week. Mm-hmm. If Watson consistently does well, Eric Decker, you have to assume at some point he's a bounce back week, he does anything, he's not that far over the hill. I don't even think he is. And Minnesota versus Detroit, Staff Daddy's going to be checked down City. Check down to Theo Riddick. Yeah. And I kind of think Theo Riddick has a big week this week. I I agree with you. Um, I'm going to show you this play that just happened. It looked like the Bears just fumbled like 10 yards forward. (laughs) Oh, that is I've never seen that. It hit him in the shin, but and somehow it, did, it made it through yeah. the offense and defensive linemen all the way to the linebackers. That's unbelievable. So you know what's good about this? That was that nuts. The Packers are going to be up by so much. Geronimo Allison's going to be significant. No, but they're going to the f- no. I hate, well, yeah, for you, but I hate that it's going to be checked down to three Cohen and Howard's not going to get anything. Correct. You're screwed. But for me, though, going to be dude. Yeah, whatever for you. Um, to, yeah, Nick just made <laughs> Roger be benched by the third quarter. That's right. It might not be good for him. Uh, the next one that we're not going to pick is oh no, we're picking this one. Uh, you versus Mike. Why are we picking this one? We're not. No, we're skipping. It's oh, terrific. No. <laughs> so no, no, we're not going to pick this one. So dude's projected to win by a lot. Um, I mean, any, anything you're looking for in this matchup? Do you see it possible? Do you think you can make a splash in this one? Or 
Um, I mean, yes, so- solely because Ty Montgomery looks like he's out. Mm-hmm. If Ty Montgomery doesn't play, three points from Ty is kind of great. But my, my team is terrible. I mean, Sammy Watkins, even if he plays, what is he going to put up 10? Nelson Aguilar put up zero. Stewart will put up eight. Kenny Drake will put up zero. You do confirm Jeremiah Allison is in for you. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna. I really, really wanted to start Trent Taylor. That's who I wanted yeah. to put there. To be honest, who also would have put up three. It doesn't matter. My team. Hey, Lockett. If Baldwin is is laboring an injury and he's not gonna be hundred percent, Lockett could have a game. Yeah, absolutely. And an interesting start by Mike was Snead. Being he's the first game back. I, I don't know if I love the start there. No, I don't, and I'm looking. I'm looking to see who he could have started over him. The thing is, his options aren't that great. Like Sterling Shepard is not first he's Tampa been, Bay. I mean, he's put up eight, four, and well, twenty-four. So four is not that good. I mean, Anderson had a good game last week. Yeah. I mean, I guess I get it, but it's a little risky. Yeah, I no, will say 100%. it's a it's a little, little risky, but I guess I can't blame him. I mean, could he put in his? Well, is Doug Martin back this week? Yeah, it should be. No, no, this is week four. Yeah, so we should be back this week, absolutely, because we only did the first three games. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, Mike should win that matchup. And then the last matchup we will not be predicting is Rodgers versus Tiz. This matchup's actually kind of close, but we went with another three, and I didn't ask Chad for his four, so we're not going to pick this one. But, um, you know, Tiz has a team that we like and can put up a lot of points, and Rodgers, the first few weeks, didn't really do much. And Devontae Adams also has a touchdown already. And Devontae Adams has seven points already. So so he's still not going to start T.Y. Hilton. He's still not believing in it. I was wondering Which if Rodgers— I, I started Hilton in another league, obviously, last week, and it, it paid off enormously. Yeah, so you think with the Percet combination there, you think that Hilton is back to being a startable player? To be, I mean, he looked like it. I mean, granted, the Browns' D isn't great, and Seattle's much, much better. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he looked like it. No, I agree. And he's still running Crow. Is I mean, I don't know how Crow's done. Yeah, he's 11, like 4, and 7. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not, not ideal. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, yeah, you got to like Rodgers in this matchup. Yeah, so. 100%. But t- if Tiz upset him, I, I mean, I'd still be surprised, but the projections are less than 20. So, yeah. So, I mean, Yahoo likes his team. So, will the first matchup that technically the match uh, right now, the projections are way off because Rodgers already has two touchdowns. But prior to this, they were a little closer was Nick versus Greg. So now I'm a little biased right now because I've already seen what's going on. But it's arguably the top two teams in the league going at it. We have them yeah. ranked one and three in our league, but two powerhouse teams clashing in a division rivalry. So we thought it was worthy of being of being chosen. I, I'm going to be a little biased because I've Rodgers already has two touchdowns in the first quarter. And Jordy has no points. And Jordy has no points. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Nick. I would have went Nick before this. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. I, I honestly, I probably would have went Greg before this. I just had a feeling that Greg was going to go well. But I'm a little, I'm a little worried about Baldwin's injury. And, yeah. and he plays Sunday night, so he can't really risk waiting to know if he's going to be a late-game scratch. But the thing is, Amari's be... on his bench. I don't even feel bad there. Amari, no, but it's Sunday night. Oh, so he put but I'm saying he play. just substituted Amari in there. It's not... So he benched Amari. Yeah, he That's benched really Amari. That's really interesting. So we were, you were bringing that up. So Amari ha- didn't have a good you know, week three. Crabtree has been, again, outperforming him this season. I mean, week one, Amari did very well, but then five and two points from Amari Cooper. And he's had drop issues, 
And yeah, I, I remember. I think Vivs. I don't remember if it was week one or week two, but do you remember that one goal line series where they threw it to him three times? Yes, because I had car and I was pissed. He didn't score a touchdown. No, it's crazy. And I'm I'm literally the biggest. I love Amari Cooper. Yeah, and he's just not showing. He's not showing it. I wonder. I mean, he's had two good seasons. I don't know if they've been wide receiver one. They got to be close. But like I said, Crabtree has been better than them because of the yeah. touchdowns. Both years that Crabtree has been in in Oakland, and even even in redraft right now, he's going late second, early third. In, re, in redraft, Amari. Oh, is he going that? Yeah, way? that's the, the the last two drafts I did. That's where he went. Was late second, early third in re, re not dynasty in redraft. Yeah, I mean, you still gotta love his just pure value because of how He's young he fantastic. is. Fantastic, yeah. But you do gotta wonder. Not for Greg's team, it is debatable if you should start him, but he might not be like a wide like a lock wide receiver one every week. No. So all right. So I'll ask you two questions. One in a dynasty startup, where do you take Amari Cooper? Somewhere in the first round. Okay, so you're still. Th- I, I agree. If you're trying to trade to acquire Amari, what are you giving up to get him? If I had say like every pick, yeah, you, yeah, expendable, whatever. Exactly. In this class coming up, I it would be near one hundred two, one hundred three range. Okay. I'm still. I'm. I'm still going to give up. But uh, I like the player over the pick. Usually, I just love. The way, um, what's his face on Penn State looks. I mean, Saquon Barkley. Barkley. Whenever I think of, I keep, I think, I know, obviously, Geis is going to go one or two, but I keep thinking that Geis more than Barkley. But yeah. it's hard for well, me. Well, Geis has like, some injury problems. We don't know. Yeah, he so, might stay. I don't. I, don't I wouldn't know give one on one for him. I, like I don't think he could have got one on one for Zeke or Fournette. Mm. Just running backs a different, yeah, just different type of value. But yeah, I, I could see his value maybe slipping a little bit to like a mid first. But probably no no later than like 105, 106 range. Okay. So I'll ask you one more question here before Would we move on. Would you agree? On. No, I, I agree 100%. I'd, I'd even debate – I mean because I'm notoriously high. I loved him coming out. He's one of my favorite players. Um, I still kick myself every day for trading that 101 pick. Um, I would I would debate giving 101. But my question for you is now – I just try to be unbiased as you can. I know it's going to be hard. A-Rob or Amari? Going Amari. Into, going to the next season. Amari. You go Amari? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I I agree with you, but I think it's closer than than we think. Yeah, I mean, his la- I don't I remember how close they were last season, but Amari definitely had him, and obviously two years ago it wasn't even close. Yeah. A Rob had a monster season. I just you know better pa- if if A Rob leaves, it'll be interesting. It's, it's way yeah. different because I like I like A Rob's talent a lot. Just it's not his portals and, and, and yeah. Cooper has car. It's a lot. It's a huge difference. That's why I made the trade for those exact two quarterbacks. Yeah. But if A Rob somehow gets out the contract year, goes a different team, that changes everything. But as it stands right now, he's going to come back as a Jaguar. Still have Blake Bortles and Carr still going to be on Oakland. Yeah, I'm definitely taking Cooper. Yeah. Plus Cooper doesn't have the injury. I mean, it, it is a little worrying somehow you're going to come off an uh, ACL injury. So, but we're both taking Nick. Yeah, I'm taking Nick. All right, so Chad took Nick as well. And Chad made these picks prior to these games starting, so... We'll give him a little little kudos. A little kudos if Nick does win this matchup because of Rodgers. So the next matchup we're going to go over is Itzler versus Wire. Love that. So projections are like 20-plus points in favor of Wire, but Itzler has a good team. Yeah. He won the first two weeks, laid an egg in the third week. Let's see what he can do in the fourth week. And Wire's coming off. They're both coming off really bad weeks. Not even breaking 100 either of them. So, matchup-wise, I mean, I like that Wire starting mixing. Do I think 15 points is an egregious prediction or projection? Yes. I think it's way too high. For now. 
I don't know. 15's a lot. The thing is, with the Browns' That's run like running defense, back one status. The Browns' run defense is still really bad. I know they've gotten better, but they're still really bad. You know what I don't like? You know when you go to my team and you can see all the matchups? Yeah. I should be able to go to someone else's team and equally see the matchups. For moments like this. I'd like to know their, uh, their, their, yeah. their fantasy matchups. Um, yeah, Kansas City's playing Washington. I mean, Crabtree, Crabtree with Denver kind of scares me. Denver's got a good defense, and starting Buck Allen could be a risk. Blunt, I don't know. I'm probably going to go wire, but I think it'll be closer than 148 to 123. But right now, Cohen has no points, and we're almost at the end of the first quarter. I'm, I'm super interested to see who has more points, Marquise Lee or Allen Hearns. Yeah, I mean, right? they're, they're both the, doing yeah. their thing, even though it doesn't seem like there's much talk about. The uh, it's more about Fournette. All, Correct. All well, Fournette. rightfully so. But they're both great receivers. That's they're the issue. Jags, Jags, Jags receivers are all very good, especially when A. Rob's there. Yeah. Still, yes, agreed. They're all just very talented. Interesting wire set. Galladay, obviously. Well, actually, Minnesota. That makes sense. Um, Kendall Wright already has two points over uh, Tarek Cohen. He was not going to bench Cohen. Nah, no, he wasn't. But, but let's we'll see the quarterback. So you got Wentz versus Rams and Ryan versus Buffalo. Ryan at home. That, that'll be it for me. I think Ryan at home. Buffalo's pass defense is, is decent. Yeah. But I, I just, I, you give me a dome quarterback in his dome. Let's go. I'm going to ride with Ryan on this one. So I'm going to go with Wire. Um, I'm, so I'm, I'm going to differ. I, I think Itzler takes this. I think Julius Thomas has a resurgence versus New Orleans. Okay. Um, I'm going to make that push. And I think the Marquise Lee actually out, out uh, produces Alan Hearns this week. So I think that gives uh, Itzler the edge. I like it. And like I said, also with the uh, little sneaky that we have the inside info, but with Green Bay up 14 nothing already, check down City, Tarek Cohen. Yeah. So we'll see if that comes to fruition. And then the last matchup, which is actually the closest by projections, that was a lot closer before the recent small boy for Murray trade, is Chad versus Rob. So this matchup's only 10 points difference. Was like single digits when he had Murray in his lineup. Um, I'll let you go first because I think I picked the first two first. What do you, no, what do you see here and what, what do you like? Um, so I, I think it's going to come down to a few things. I'm, I'm still going to lead Chad, um, but I, I need to see a little bit more out of Martavis this week. I want, I want Martavis to have a boom week. And like I said, he's a boom and bust player. He had, a, he had a down week last week. I think Martavis has to have a boom week in order to do so. I mean, Kareem Hunt, I think, does his consistent. I don't know if he puts up 20, but I could see 18. Same with Carlos Hyde. Um, I think he still has a great week. Um like I said, I, I think that's what's going to come down to for Chad. I think Chad ends up pulling it out. Um, the only thing that scares me is Cousins versus Kansas City D. Kansas City D is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he does enough to get Chad to win. Like I could see like a, a 16, 17 point week from Cousins, just enough to, to put him over the hill. Now, this would be a little different. I, I'm going to go with Rob, despite people thinking he has like a really bad roster now. I kind of like Ingram possibly this week with Peterson with the tweak knee. Yeah. It's, and he's been all in Sean Payne's ear, like, give me carries, and they kind of work in his six to seven carries, I think, just to make him shut up. But if he's out, yeah, I hope to see more of a Kamara role for me. But I think Ingram will get the workload this week if, if Peterson isn't 100% healthy. I like the quarterback, Simeon, for his Oakland Burt. Like you said, Kansas City's got a good D. I think Simeon does well. And maybe Brady's fi- not finally starting to jump with Cooks, but this could be more things to come they i mean they look great together they, they do look they good look together awesome and like you said Steelers are away i don't think that bodes well for brian i had my dad's league we're benching him we're going to start yeah. demarius tom i mean yeah thomas yeah Carson, i don't Richardson think that's a bad him. move i think he's a 50 50 shot i just for whatever reason and can i, I think just he blows can up. i finally just guess hunt doesn't have a great game yeah i mean is it, is it possible so there's not gonna be many te- times i don't really pick chad because i do really like his team 
But hell, I traded Smallwood, but he's going to get the workload carry. Say he has 20 points this week. He could have it. Yeah, just absolutely. He, have it. he had 10 last week without a touchdown. So just to be different, and I do like Ertz a lot this week. More so, Brate is just, what are you going to get from Brate? Like any uh, tiny has four points, and he had 11 points, then he had zero points. So, oh, no, no, that wasn't. I had a buy, so the week four will be right now. So we had four and 11. You know, what are you going to get from your tight end? That's every week. So I'll, I'll go with Robbs to be a little different on the prediction that Hunt cannot do this for four straight weeks. No, that's fair. I, I think he does it again. Just I Like, I could see 15 to 18. Just like a, a strong week. Nothing, like, outrageously good. Now my question for you is, all right, so if you're Chad right now, do you start Kirk Cousins or do you start Goff? Goff versus Dallas. Goff has looked good. That's what I'm saying. It's it's but not the even pa- the pass good. rush for Dallas looks is, great. It's great. I, it's, I, it's, it's back to Marcus there. Lawrence, player of the month, yeah. I think, defense player of the month for NFC. So. And the Rams Yeah, that's interesting. That's ideal. interesting. But then you're also, the, the the you can use the reverse logic. I'm saying Hunt finally has to have a bad game. You got to think like, I mean, Cousins did really well, 31 points. Yeah. That was mostly Thompson, right? I mean, none of the receivers really went off except for Doxson. You got to think like the the offense clicks with everybody eventually, yeah. and it could be Kansas City has twentieth. Oh, that's the that's the twentieth worst, so it's the opposite. But that's what so. I'm saying. Even even the first two weeks, though, fourteen, thirteen, and then his explosion for thirty one. Yeah, so it could be more of the same. I agree with you, but it, I think it'd be hard for him to bench him right now after how yeah. he did week three. But we shall see. So Chad picked. I didn't. I don't think I said who he picked. But he picked Wire in the matchup. You went Hitler, and then he obviously picked himself. Nice. So we have some differences. We all picked Nick, and then we got some differences in the, the second and third matchup. So one more? Or that was the last one. That was it. We were going to pick three this week. I had a nice 4-0 slate last week. Put me you back, did. back in the, yeah, back we the were, running. We were worried about you a little bit. Yeah. I also don't know how long this went, so if we went over 56 minutes. That really sucks because we didn't celebrate it and Chad's not. No, but we went – Um, so we're at 1,236 beats <laughs> okay. if, if anyone's in the music industry. All right. For, well, for the sake of that, we should let's just wrap this up. Absolutely. Any any last final notes that you've kind of been eating at you all week? Anything you want to bring up? No, I think I'm good. I just hope to hope Howard can actually get in this game and stop fucking giving it to Cohen. Yeah, I don't hate that. Um, one thing I want to say is I think Trent Taylor erupts. I don't know about this week, but I think he erupts, and I think he's the next Wes Welker. And I did set an alarm at two fifty seven on when, Tuesday going into Wednesday You're to psycho. pick him up. I set it up. I was so happy. Picked him up. Boom. Claim. Add him to my roster. Let's go. All right. One cheers to sound effect. Yeah, let's do that. That'll be a nice little sound effect. Cheers to our almost 24 hours worth of content. Yes. And uh, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And the blog. Um, where we, we, you know, if Obviously our league knows, but weekly matchup reviews by Josh, weekly power rankings by us, written by me lately, but it can be a collaborative effort some weeks. Um, you have to check them out. What other, what other leagues are doing this? Podcasts. Power rankings, none. none. Elite Dynasty, Dynasty Nerds, UTH, we're better. That's all. Have a great night, everyone. Peace.